Mystic Pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. That's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in Mystic Connecticut. All right, so I got the air off, but I don't know if we can do anything about the tank splashing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we have these great microphones. We've got the blue snowball here. It, it greatly reduces the noise of uh, Kudos' tank. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we're uh, we're we're state of the art here at Mystic Pizza Minute. Um, that's a lot about uh, what I realized when we went to that seminar in Chicago. Uh, yeah, we got this down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't need any of that at all. <laughs> Not that it wasn't nice or anything, but uh, yeah, well, we already knew that. We're, we're professionals here. We got the blue snowball. Mm-hmm. That's all we need is blue snowball. Although I really want to uh, check out uh, those mics that Pete, uh, the retailer, was talking about. Yeah, it'd be nice to each have our own mics instead of just shouting into this thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, you hold it up to your mouth, you know, and it doesn't, have, it doesn't. Taking any noise except your mouth noise, and it sounds like this, and it goes like this. But um, no, yeah, I picked up a lot of um, what we need to do kind of differently on our show. Uh-huh. But I also knew kind of what we could just toss away because we're like uh, less of a technical podcast, you know. Sure, yeah, and more no. of just you know, uh, a we're, riff- we're by the seat of our pants. Yeah, we're 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 a riff raffing comedy track. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, we're the Mystic Pizza Minute, and uh, we have a very special guest with us today. Yeah, it's true. Um, I'm John Windsor, first of all. I'm David Holford, and uh, with us today we have... That's right. We have Kudos the Dolphin back from our, uh, from our original podcast, the Lunar Media Broadcast, which we technically still are, I guess. Yeah, well, according to our Facebook page, anyway. According to our Facebook page, we're still a Lunar Media Broadcast, and I kind of like that a little bit, right? Yeah, it's like the it's like the overarching. It's our brand. Yeah, it's our it's like our company name. Yeah. So we used to do this podcast called Lunar Media Broadcast. The two of us and Kudos. The two of us and Kudos. Say hello again, Kudos. <laughs> right. Ah. Uh, I know. What a goofball. What a what a what a cat. But uh, yeah, um, so we did this podcast uh, from the moon, actually. We were on the moon talking about movies, and it was our job on the moon to take care of this dolphin, this hyper-intelligent dolphin, which we have as our guest today. And um, so we're bringing it on back. It's kind of like a, like an original host episode. Yeah, yeah, we're getting back the original crew together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for a little bit of a throwback thing for all you Lunar Media fans. Yeah, for all you, all all three of you Lunar Media fans, you know, yeah. there's <laughs> Jacob and... <laughs> Steve? Uh, Jacob's mom. Was Steve <laughs> listening to it? Uh, probably not. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to say, but... Um, Ooh, so what no, have you been up to, Kudos? <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry we couldn't bring you to uh, Chicago with this kudos, but uh, you're a dolphin, and uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, 
But, um, you know, that would require, like, thousands of dollars in, like... It takes a lot of prep work. You need, yeah. like, a saltwater tank. Exactly. They would have put you in, like, the hull of a plane. And it would have just been not very nice. So, sorry that you have to live that way, but it's, you know, you, you're good in the water. We're good on the land. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you're cool. We love you, kudos. Anyway, uh... <laughs> yeah, today we're on uh, Minute 41 of Mystic Pizza, and, um, Holford, do you have a, a good way of uh, detailing this minute for us? Yeah, uh, like many minutes, it's a continuation of the one that happened before. Uh, Kat and Daisy are both returning home from their respective evenings, Kat having just finished up babysitting Tim Travers' daughter for the evening, having received the sweater from him. Right, it's like a continuation of the last minute, basically. And Daisy having just come home from her date with Charlie, and still looking resplendent from uh, from yeah, looking looking real nice, Daisy. Yeah, so they're at the top of the stairs, and Kat was being evasive about where the sweater that she's suddenly wearing came from. Yeah, because and Tim put his sweater on Kat because it was chilly out. But Daisy's on to her. So she just starts immediately pressing the issue. Uh-huh. And so she asks her, like, where did that sweater come from? And she's like, oh, it's Tim's. And she's like, oh, it's Tim now? Yeah. What was she calling him before? Like, Mr. Travers, you Mr. Think? Travers, I guess. The, the Travers household. And then, so... And Kat's, like, shooting down any implications she's making mm. as she's, like, turning on the lights in her space bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Daisy's kind of pacing the hallway as Kat goes into her space bedroom to, you know, start getting, like, changed for bed. And she's like, Tim, huh? She's, like, mulling the name over in her head. And she's like, it's Tim now. And uh, Kat's like, Daisy, I'm his babysitter, and it got chilly out tonight, and you're disgusting. And then, uh, and then Daisy's, like, into that, though. She's like, you're right, I am disgusting, and let me go, like, pull something yeah. out of my bra yeah. drawer for you. Being such a disgusting person, I know what's going on here, you know, because yeah. I've been in this position before. Kat's her younger sister, right? I believe so. Yeah, so, uh, you know, she's probably, like, what, like, four years younger? Something, or something in that like neighborhood. That, that something sounds in like that a good estimate. So, so Daisy totally knows what's going on here, because she's been there before. And she goes to her, she's like, she goes to Kat, she's like, he's married, isn't he? And she's like, well, if he wasn't married, he wouldn't need a babysitter, which is not very progressive of her. No, 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 let's, 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 let's mull that line over again. If he's not married, he wouldn't need a babysitter. Yeah, so, like, because I guess in a non-marriage, baby-having type situation, usually the baby would go with the mother is the implication? Yeah, yeah. I guess that still holds true. If he's not married... He wouldn't need a babysitter. Yeah, what if he was widowed or something? Yeah, right. So, what Daisy... What if uh, Tim Travers' wife died and it's... Uh, <laughs> well, it would take care of the whole divorce thing. Yeah, it would take care of the whole divorce thing, but it would also be like, uh, you know, because he's lying to his daughter up and down, mm-hmm. you know, throughout. Uh, maybe he's just lying to Phoebe and he told Phoebe that she went to England, but really she's dead. Ooh, ooh, that would be a real breach of trust. Yeah, that would. I, I, I'm going to say that's not what's going on here, but it, would, it wouldn't entirely surprise me if it was. Because, man, Misty Pizza's just been full of surprises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Daisy gets this bright orange-red 
box of condoms. It appears to have two stick figures facing each other on the front of it. Yeah, I was trying to see what's on the front of that condom box. Uh, it doesn't seem to have any like labels or anything. Yeah, it looks like a three pack. I think it was like I think it was like two silhouettes of like people on like a dock with like a sunset behind them. Uh huh. Or something, you but, know, a real romantic condom needing sort of situation. Yeah, it's just a generic box of condoms that she throws a cat, and then cats like, and she says, you know, like uh, just in case, you know, and she goes and gets the condoms, and she throws them to cat and says, the guys wear them, <laughs> or the guy, the guy thought, wears them. I thought that was a funny line. Yeah. Um, like, it's good to see her concerned about like uh, safe sexual practices. I guess. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. That's uh, true. Uh, no love without the glove, as they say. It's the late 80s, and uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing so, it right. So AIDS is a thing. AIDS is a thing. Yeah. Still is, people. <laughs> Be careful out there. Be careful out there. And so then Cat throws them back and uh, misses and mm-hmm. hits the wall right between a, a picture of the Last Supper and a three-dimensional relief of praying ants. Yeah. Which, uh, to me, was showing that... Uh, it makes, like, a loud thwack. Yeah, she was throwing her sexual proclivities into the face of God. Yeah, yeah. She's like, don't tell me what I can't do, Jesus. God, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she, the, the, the box of condoms, like, explodes. Condom, condoms go everywhere. Uh-huh. And uh, Jesus, like, the, there's a close-up of Jesus' face in the Last Supper. And there's, like, and there's a, a condom hanging over it. Yeah, and there's, like, a tear coming down from his eye. And uh-huh. he's, like, looking directly at Cat. Yeah. And then, at the very end of the scene, we cut back to the titular pizzeria. Uh-huh. And the Louis Prima song, I Ain't Got Nobody, begins playing. Louis, Louis Prima. Louis. I believe that is. Okay. Louis Prima, Louis Prima. Yeah. Apples and oranges. <laughs> is that what that means? Uh, I think he did a song called Apples and Oranges. Louis, yeah. Louis Prima. So um, I ain't got no apples. I ain't got no oranges. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Ooby doo. Guess I'm gonna eat this banana. Yeah, so uh, yeah, the Louis Prima song "Ain't Got Nobody" starts playing, and it's like a it's like a scat song. Kind Have of. you looked up He's that like, song? Move it up, move it up, dee bop. <laughs> right off the bat. Can you do some more scat? <laughs> Ooby doo. Oh, how about you do a uh, a? Uh... I wanna be like you. <laughs> how about you and Kudos do it together? All right, Kudos, you ready? One and a two and a dooby doo. Scooby doo. Scooby doo. Dooby doo. Rocking all night. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. You still got it, kudos. You still got it, kudos. Oh, man, what a splash. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, did you look up anything about that song? I sure didn't. I didn't, but I, I think we're going to get a lot more of this song in the next minute. So, so save it for then. Yeah, I guess we'll just uh, We just kind of got the opening minute. bars. Uh, another thing that we kind of wound up that was more heavily featured in this minute, but, like, was brought up in another one that we didn't bring up previously was this uh, Albert Einstein poster that she's got in her wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we got to look at Kat's uh, bedroom, which is uh, a little bit more uh, mature-looking, I guess, than Daisy's bedroom, you know? Because well, sort of, in the sense that she just has... Like, she might as well have a poster up that says, like, I am mature. Yeah, I am more intelligent than my sister. Yeah. Because uh, this yeah. poster, it's, it has a picture of Einstein, black mm. and white, and it says... Great spirits have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds. Great spirits? How, uh, what was that, Einstein? Was he German? Uh, Great uh, spirits <laughs> have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> because he, you know, he's a very hateful man. Einstein. Did you know uh, they asked Einstein to be Prime Minister of Israel when they formed that country? Yep. And he turned them down. Good. (laughs) Probably one of the smartest things he's ever done. So, what so, else? Oh, so I looked up to see if that quote was real. Oh, was it real? Yeah, it's totally real. Well, at least I didn't see anything that was like, this is a fake, not real quote. What if they just made up an Einstein quote for Mystic Pizza? <laughs> they were like, whatever, that sounds like something Einstein might say. Yeah. And it fits our narrative. So, great spirits have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds. It would have been great if it was uh, an Elias Montrose quote. <laughs> yeah, Elias Montrose. Yeah. 1888. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought that was like a weird poster to have. Mm. Like, maybe it's one of those posters that you'll regret having later in life. Like, uh, for instance... Uh, you have any regrettable posters? Uh, I don't know. Right now, I actually I have up a uh, poster in my room from Ralph Steadman, like a fear and loathing drawing that he did. You know? Oh yeah. And uh, I wouldn't say that's regrettable, but it's like uh, kind of pigeonholes you a little bit. Yeah, it kind of pigeonholes me a little bit. It's like yeah, I read a lot of Hunter S. Thompson when I was eight years or eight years old. Yeah. When I was eighteen years old, you know. Yeah. No, when I was uh, eighteen, I had a framed copy of that two girls p- kissing in bed poster. Uh huh. Yeah, that that classic one. Hey, that was a good one. Yeah. Ralph Steadman's a good artist, and uh, those two girls kissing were good kissers. Yep, yep. So I uh, I noticed that, yeah, there is, like, uh, there's a lot of uh, religious, like, pictures on the wall. Just the throughout the house, yeah. Yeah, throughout the house in the Arujo household. So are they Catholic? I think we've covered this before. I but think they are Catholic. They're Portuguese. They're Portuguese Catholic. Is that a particular type of Catholic? I don't know. I think we're going to uh, see a lot of that later on. Just because uh, while we we're in Chicago, somebody kind of somebody kind of uh, spoiled Mystic Pizza a little bit for me. I forget who it was. Oh yeah. But they were like, uh, "Are you guys going to get into uh, like the like Portuguese immigrants and stuff in the United?" Well, I don't States? know if that's a spoiler, unless but like unless a bunch of Portuguese immigrants show up at some point. Yeah, yeah. Story. Well, I think he was implying that's kind of like a theme uh, later on in Mystic Pizza. Is Mystic Pizza about the immigrant experience? <laughs> yeah, or you know uh, the aftermath of. At least, like, where they all are now. Now, uh, I believe, uh, Kudos, you're an immigrant. You came from uh, the ocean. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's true. We did save you from SeaWorld, but SeaWorld kidnapped you from the ocean. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not the usual path of immigration, except, except that it kind of is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I, you know, not that Kudos has any hang-ups or anything. He's he's very forgiving to SeaWorld, uh, but we're not. No, no. I hope uh, SeaWorld, like, uh, burns down. Yeah, are they still alive, SeaWorld? So, just barely. Just barely. I think they're, like, rapidly trying to reorient their business in such a way yeah, that what do you think is less sea- horrifying. What do you think the SeaWorld experience is now? Like, going is it, to- You go there and they're just very apologetic about everything. Yeah. They're like, we're so sorry about this. <laughs> like, 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 we know. The, we know. There's, there's like a poster outside of, uh, you know, Shamu's uh, enclosure. And it's like, uh, notice how happy with them. Notice the smile he has on his face. Uh-huh. That's one happy looking killer whale. Yeah, yeah. He they, he told us last night. He said we're so. He's I'm so happy to be here. Do you know Shamu? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, the Arujo household is like a religious household almost, uh, or at least the mother is. It's 1880 or 1988. Cat actually wears a uh, cross around her neck. 
Oh, did she? I didn't really notice. Yeah, that. yeah. She had like a, a gold chain around her neck. She's with a all cross into on the it. science, though. Yeah, she is all into the science, but she wears this cross around her neck. She's a little bit like a like a Dana Scully. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like she always wore a cross around her neck. In that she will eventually be impregnated by aliens. Yep, yep. So I guess she she still wears it because she's into like the you know tr- family traditional aspect of religion. Sure. You know, but yeah. uh, you know that shit can't uh, encroach on her academics. You think she's gonna still wear that cross while she's at Yale? Or I don't think, know. Do you, do you think, think after the first semester that thing's gone? I think she's got to take that off like as soon as her and uh, Tim Travers hook up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, definitely. There's going to be a scene where like they're about to kiss and she's like, wait, wait, I got to do something first. Takes it off, puts takes, it into a desk drawer. Yeah, or just throws it into the, like, the sea, into the Mystic River. Mm-hmm. Because that's where they're going to kiss. Yeah. So, who do you think won the minute? Who Windsor, you won go first. the minute? I'm going to say that... Daisy won the minute because she's got Cat into a corner right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. She's like, she's uh, interrogating her about what just happened. Mm-hmm. She's like, why are you calling this guy Tim now? You know, is he, are you working for him or are you going out with him? Uh-huh. And then she goes and gets her condoms and basically throws them in Cat's face. Uh huh. Yeah, so I would say that Daisy won the minute because she. Through her show of sisterly dominance. Yeah, yeah, she found her footing. And she she took it. She seized the opportunity to put herself above her sister. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with that. Um, Kudos, what do you think? Flipper, he's not even in this movie. (laughs) Get your mind out of the gutter, Kudos. There's more of you than him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He just always wants to talk about Flipper. It's in the, you know, Flipper isn't even a thing anymore. Yeah. Anyway, not a lot happens in this minute. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of an extension of uh, the last minute, but then it's like a cutscene and we're back in Mystic Pizza again. So, uh, this is only like, I guess this is like the fourth time we've been in Mystic Pizza. Yeah, I remember for a while it had only been the one time. And yeah. And kept being like, when are we going to get back to Mystic? When are we going back to that lovely pizzeria for yeah. which this movie is named? There was like the first time when JoJo showed up and uh, Bill did at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then we went there again when, uh, when did we go there again? There was the time with the restaurant critic on the television. Yeah, so that was the last time. So this is only the third time we've back, been back in Mystic Pizza. Wait, what, was there one in between? I, I, I have don't to think feel so. like there was. I uh, don't think so, because I remember saying that for being a movie about this restaurant, Mystic Pizza, they haven't really been there all that much. Yeah. Aside from that idea, um, we haven't really seen Vincent D'Onofrio all that much either. Yeah, I wonder what he's up to. Yeah, I wonder what Vincent D'Onofrio is up to. Like, I've no buff. I've been like, you know, weightlifting. I've, you know, I've been living my life and just kind of like thinking about when we're going to see Vincent D'Onofrio again, because I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, not me. I, I don't like surprises. I get scared easily, so I live in dread of the time that I'll see Vincent <laughs> D'Onofrio. Well, we're on minute forty-one, and we've only really seen uh, Vinny D for like four of these minutes. Well, it's a you know, it's a big-ish main cast. You mm-hmm. Know? So maybe not at the time it was well maybe at the time they were like oh my god the guy from Full Metal Jacket's gonna be in this movie looking totally different than so he does this in movie that way. just got like a whole bunch of Stanley Kubrick fans like lined up out the door oh I'm sure waiting to see Vincent D'Onofrio and forty minutes in we are we've hardly even seen him anyway uh, any any other thoughts about Chicago maybe 
Uh, yeah, Chicago is cool. Beautiful uh, city. Like, probably the most beautiful city I've ever been to. Yeah, yeah, so this is going to come out, like, uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, but, yeah, where we are sitting now, we've, we've pretty much just come back from Chicago, from the Movies by Minutes uh, Chicago. The, uh, the meetup. Yeah, the meetup. The great big meetup. And, yeah, I had a really good time. Met lots of cool people. Met lots of cool people. Everybody there was really nice. We met uh, Tasha Robinson from the AV Club. Oh, yeah, that was exciting. Yeah. Uh, she's been a longtime favorite uh, movie reviewer of mine. Yeah. Like, I- I've been reading the AV Club since, like, uh, I guess high school? Back mm. when it was still in literally in black and white, that website. Yeah. But she's no longer with there. I think she said she's with uh, the, the Verge. Yeah, the Verge. Yeah. So Which I've is actually. a, a Vox site. Yeah, yeah, I've been looking up uh, a couple of her things on The Verge since uh, I saw her. And yeah, yeah, she's she's still going strong. She's still got it? She's still got Tasha Robinson. Really nice uh, really nice gal. Yeah, everybody, that was really cool. You know, it was just a bunch of like, like-minded people uh, doing, their own, uh, doing their own minutes. It we was, got to try out some Chicago foods. We did get to try out some Chicago some foods. Some of that deep dish pizza, which was okay. Yeah, we went to uh, Pequod's. Apparently the best, uh, yeah, because, you know, we're a pizza-affiliated sort of podcast. Exactly, so we weren't going to go to Chicago for the show and not try any pizza. But uh, I thought the uh, the Chicago-style hot dogs were more to my liking, personally. Yeah. Like, that's like a, almost not a hot dog. It's more of like a hot dog salad. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They they put they, There were two whole pickles, basically, on my hot dog. Yeah, there was like, what, what else was there? Tomato, some onion. Uh-huh. I almost wish, like, I had ordered before you did, and, mm. like, so I was kind of standing around waiting for your order once they had given me mine, right. and uh, the hot dogs had turned completely cold by the time. So I kind of wish that the Chicago-style dogs they served in, like, a, a McDLT-style serving thing with, the, you know, the hot side stays hot, the cold side stays cold, mm-hmm. and you, you plop it together, and what do you got? A Chicago-style hot dog. Yeah. Yeah, so they were all right. What do you, uh, what do you think, Kudos? You like hot dogs? Yeah. Kelp dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Kelp dogs. I gotta try one of those. You get them from uh, the sea. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I guess let's leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit of a shorty. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next minute it'll be a little bit more exciting. We're gonna be back in the restaurant. There's gonna be some Louis Prima playing. Things seem to be, uh, things seem to be, 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 be bustling. So, uh. And you'll, uh, join us as well, I assume, Kudos? Alright, well, good to have you back. We'll see you all next time for our more bustling minute of Mystic Pizza Minute. Steve Richardson is our editor. He's an uh, angel. He's an angel. Uh, our angel editor and our angel musician is uh, Bungler. They sit up high in the heavens and look down on us and make sure our show is doing really well. <laughs> all right, everybody. See you uh, next time. Thank you. <laughs>